everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. everyone. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 71 of Hop Culture. Thanks for tuning in. Two episodes ago, we talked about getting ready for summer by curating a capsule wardrobe. That was episode 69, and it's been pretty popular, so be sure to check that out if you haven't already. Then in our last episode, I mentioned the concept of a feral girl summer, which, um, if you missed it, just means you're going feral for the summer, you're letting yourself go, uh, you're spending all of your time outside in the woods or on the beach, for instance, just letting yourself be the feral girl you are. So we decided that there is so much more to summer than just clothes and grooming, and we needed to do an entire episode on how we are preparing to embrace the season. So that's what we're doing today. Yeah, I have been inspired by all of the moms on Instagram who are posting stories and posts with like detailed, this is how I'm approaching summer or like, this is how I'm preparing for summer as if they're preparing (laughs) to go into battle, like having kids home for the summer. And I was feeling a little bit unprepared and behind and maybe like a bit frightened that I haven't come up with some kind of like rigorous, you know, dawn to dusk schedule for the family. So it kind of scared me into action. And I figured that I needed to get my house in order here before the kids are out of school. I know that my perspective is a little skewed, but I don't remember as a child summer being that stressful of a time. I know. I was that was news to me. It was kind of news to me until like a few years ago. So I feel like there's a battle on there's a battle over anything parenting on social media. But every year without fail, I see a post. It's more back to school time rather than school getting out. And I see a post where a mom is like leaping for joy as her kids are like (laughs) heading off to school. It's like just a joke, you know. And without fail, there will be comments that are like, this is disgusting. How could a mother not want her children around? Imagine how your children feel. And then there will be like blog posts that are like an open letter to a mama who just needs a break and like like, back and forth of like moms who want their kids there 24 7 and moms who don't want their kids there 24 7 and i'm like we don't it doesn't need to be sometimes things are just like a a friendly joke (laughs) some things are just a joke i'm sure those moms love their kids every once in a while i stumble into mom instagram and I just it's a turn tail and run. It's dark. It's a hard it place to be. <laughs> tail and run is right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Granted, our mom is you know wonderful, but I don't remember. And she also homeschooled us, so she probably built up a tolerance to us being around. It was just a break of like <laughs> she had less stuff to make us do. Yeah, she probably yeah. liked summer better, but I don't remember it being like yeah this big dramatic thing, and I don't remember it being this really scheduled thing either. And our mom was kind of into like schedules and she loved to try so yeah we're gonna get into some of our favorite (laughs) memories of of summer growing up but one of mine is getting the summer like i feel like a lot of times we'd get them at costco or you can get them 
other places, but you know those summer workbooks that are like a summer bridge? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes I summer do. Bridge. We'd get the I summer bridge. Love them. And we would be so excited and we'd start and we'd do the first like week or maybe two. <laughs> yes. And it was every day we're going to get up and first thing do summer bridge. We never finished those things. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. never even came We close. were weirdly, we loved worksheets, if I recall correctly. We liked yeah. the start of them. Mm-hmm. You know, the getting of new <laughs> school stuff. We didn't actually yeah, like a the new workbook part. is like so exciting. Mm-hmm. You think it's going to be like activities? Yeah. <laughs> that I just, are actually fun. It but was they're not. They were always like really easy, were they not? Yeah. Because yeah. like, they were trying to be like, you know, I guess for the summer. Mm-hmm. Summer. <laughs> I'm trying not to workbook. say something mean, Grace. <laughs> it was for dumb. No, like, yeah, it's just they weren't trying to teach you something new. Like it was just trying yeah, to like it's reviews of the mm-hmm. basics. Maintain your brain over the summer. So it was like pointless basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why mom bothered to get them for me because I had those too. But I don't know how she didn't learn from the three of you that it just wasn't gonna work out because I, I mean it's eight dollars at Costco well spent, you know, <laughs> if it's if it's just like a little something to entertain you for the first week of summer. But yeah, I bought those for my girls one time too, and we barely made a dent. And I was just like, what's the point? <laughs> um, I remember we always did like the summer reading program at the mm-hmm. library. That was a lot which more successful. Th- those were fun. Oh, that was yeah, so fun. I, I appreciated. I always liked to read in the summer. And the prizes were good back in the day. It was like yeah. uh, Burger King stuff yes. a lot. I vividly <laughs> yeah. remember it being Burger yeah. King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I got tickets on the railroad, the Alaska Railroad. You're kidding. No, I don't remember that. Because I think I was the only one in my grade participating, so I would just win every drawing. (laughs) I had that as a teen. Yeah, they would do a weekly drawing for a $10 gift certificate to, like, a local bookstore. And, I mean, $10 then went, you know, went far. So you could get a book for 10 bucks. And I won, I think, like three times that summer because I think it was me and like two other. <laughs> we were the only nerds in Eagle River doing summer yeah, reading program. But hey, I kept doing it. I didn't even read that much by that point. I was just like, mm, I'll read like three books this summer and keep winning gift certificates. I do remember, you know, having aspirations of like we were going to get up and like get a lot done in the morning before and then have the whole day. Mom would always be like, uh, your stuff done. You'll have the whole day ahead of you. The to whole do day ahead of you. Uh-huh. It's the most daunting you. <laughs> It's the summer. I don't care if I have the whole day ahead of me. I didn't have any plans. I only need like three hours ahead of me. That's <laughs> yeah, so true. Um, walking to Walmart, which we've already talked mm-hmm. about lots of times on this mm-hmm. podcast, was always eventful. I mean, going to Salt Lake the summers that we did that was always yeah. super mm-hmm. fun. And like yeah. eating at Olive Garden, going to Lagoon. Olive Garden was such shopping an event at, like, back in the day. Ross. Mm-hmm. Ross Ross <laughs> for less. Uh, yeah. All the things that we didn't have in Alaska. When we were really little, I'm trying to think of like standout. Oh, going to McHugh Creek for like picnics mm-hmm. with grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alaska is a magical place to be for the summer. It really it's is. true. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, Anne, the teddy bear picnic? I don't know. That was probably oh, I happening that. for you guys, too. But I just, I just, that was the best thing ever. And I don't know why every town doesn't do a teddy bear picnic. I was, like, too old to actually participate in it. So I would just, like, walk around and watch Tess participate <laughs> in it. <laughs> but it was cute. It was really cute. It was really the only, I'm going to offend some listeners with this. 
It was kind of the only wholesome part of Bear Paw, if I can <laughs> mm-hmm. say that, <laughs> without that offending everyone awesome? from Wrinkle River. Bear Paw, it was, as far as festivals go, pretty good. But every festival, you know, it has a little bit of like a carny element. <laughs> and I yeah. feel like the teddy bear picnic was very sweet, though. And I was jealous. I was a teenager, but I was like, I wish I could participate in this. Have we talked about on here? I don't think I've been to Bear Paw. What? How could you possibly have dodged what? Bear Paw? You never got roped possible. into it? I'm sure I was in Eagle River while Bear Paw was happening, going to Blockbuster or something, but... <laughs> going to Blockbuster? <laughs> um, I was never there. It was a good time, but, um, I mean, one can only buy so many, like, fairy wands and funnel cakes before it loses its glimmer. Claire and I did clown camp once, didn't we? Oh, I forgot about Ooh. clown camp! Oh, my Ooh. word! That is okay. That's got to be like a top ten summer highlight. I forgot to write that down because I think about clown camp all the time. <laughs> I do. Was it clown camp or was it circus camp? It I thought it was circus, circus camp. camp. <laughs> clown camp. Clown camp. Clown camp sounds so scary. <laughs> I think oh, I did clown camp. I'm pretty sure it was circus camp, and I think my group was the clowns your little group like the younger kids were clowns maybe yeah it was some kind of weird like artsy girdwood thing that mom signed us up for which that was a heck of a drive every day i think dad had to drive us down to girdwood like before we went to work in the morning or maybe mom did sorry mom if you're the one that did the driving (laughs) one of them drove us down to girdwood which is like quite a drive for a daily basis thing and um I do remember that there was a lot of kind of just like downtime where I was like, what are we really supposed to be doing? (laughs) I don't know. Do you remember that, Grace? All I remember are they served us iced tea for one of the snacks. And I was really scared to say that like (laughs) we didn't drink iced tea. (laughs) Okay, wait. Speaking of iced tea, (laughs) do you remember when we were ice skating in the Diamond Center Mall? And Arby's. We went to to the Arby's and Mall. And mom asked for four small high C's. Oh, no. I don't know why. This memory is... It's not that funny, but we acted like we've been served, like, liquor. <laughs> we tasted it, and we're like, what is this? I remember, like, the way my memory is, is that someone did, like, a spit take. Like, they, like, took a sip I know it wasn't that dramatic. I feel like we were like, mom, this is rotten or something. Yeah, we were like, it's gross. And she was like, mom took a sip and then she's like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) And it was iced tea. And we, you would have thought they had given kids like illicit drugs. We were like in like a panic. We were like, it's iced tea. And mom's like, it's okay, it's okay. I'll go tell them to give us IC. It wasn't mom panicking; it was us kids. We, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that Diamond Center Food Court Arby's will be emblazoned into my mind forever. So back to clown camp. I also remember um, we got to make stained glass. Yes. Do you remember that? Vividly. That was really cool because I was I really that you cool. guys hyped for that. that. And then there was a performance at the end. That was, I was a clown a few times as a kid because I also was a clown in my uh, first grade talent show in elementary school. Hmm. Do you remember that with my friend Kaylin Tournay? 
We dressed um, up like clowns and sang I sort and danced of to put that. on a happy face. Isn't that where the pants are from? That's where the gold pants are from. Yes. And of course, okay. yeah, we had a family circus, not mm-hmm. to be confused with the comic strip. And then Claire had the time that she married the clown at the circus, mm-hmm. which I think we've talked about <laughs> on the podcast. We have. So there's been a lot of clown circus overlap um, in the Hopkin family. Okay, so we thought we would break this discussion down into a few sections to talk about how we plan ahead to make summer work for us or things that enrich those lazy, hazy, crazy days. First off, let's go back to managing your summer schedule. Okay, so we had a bucket list episode that we did last year where we talked about like the concept of bucket lists and some things that were on ours. Um, And I think we all agreed that we like seasonal bucket lists, right? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I like them. Um, and I listened to an episode of Three and Thirty podcast, and she had um, Jamie from the Instagram account Wander and Scout on, and they talked about strategies for like managing a summer schedule. With they have like a younger kid episode and then an older kid episode, and um, one concept that they talked about is trying to get buy in from your kids on things by letting them have a say in some of the things you do, but then that helps them. I'm thinking more of like my older two, you know, acknowledging like, okay, these are the things that you really want to do this summer and we're going to plan those in, we're going to schedule them in, but we're also going to do, you know, X, Y, Z things that maybe aren't, you know, quite as exciting for them. Um, And so I think the concept of like sitting down as a family and making a big list of all of the things that we want to do this summer maybe helps us feel like we've accomplished some fun things, but every single day is not going to be like amusement park level exciting. And that's okay because they have like things to look forward to that they know are on the calendar that they enjoy doing. Um, And then another thing that I just did was I printed off, um, and they talked about this on the podcast too, and it's simple, but I just printed off a June, July, August calendar just on a piece of computer paper. And if you Google June, July, August calendar, uh, you can get a bunch off of like free calendar websites. And I wrote down all of the commitments that we already have this summer. And we don't have like a super overscheduled summer or anything, but it's just nice to have on the fridge like a visual representation of what's going on this summer um, because I feel like I'm just already my mind's kind of spinning about like what weeks do we have things? When are we going to be home? There's a lot of dates to keep track of in the summer. There's so many dates to keep track of in the summer. And you kind of you want to have some of that unscheduled downtime. And so just having a visual of like, oh, you know, our June is really filled up. So let's try to keep July a little more open or, you know, whatever. It's just it's like super simple, but it's an easy, quick thing you can do to kind of help yourself feel a little bit more like on top of things. I like it. And I know I'm talking mostly about like I'm speaking as a mom with little kids. I know not everyone is, Um, but I feel like this is the first summer that I've really kind of felt stressed a little bit about having like how I'm going to handle summer because up until 2020 I just had little kids at home so summer was fun but it wasn't really different than my normal day-to-day and then obviously 2020 was a really weird summer and then last year I just had Henry and so we were kind of in survival mode and this is the first year that I really feel like having two kids in school all day and now they're going to be home again I'm like oh 
I'm kind of starting to understand where the Instagram moms with their panic schedules are coming from because I really do think it's going to kind of shake up like how, you know, just the rhythm of how our days have been going. Um, there's a, so now I'm kind of like, I've got big kids that want to be out doing things. I've got a toddler and a baby who still nap. And I'm feeling like we do need a little bit of structure or it's just going to be like these long, endless days of like whining for screens, neighbor kids in and out, which is fun. I don't mind some of that, but we need a little bit of structure or else it's just going to be like endless begging for snacks and begging for TV shows for hot (laughs) days on end. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a little nervous about it. Yeah. I do remember a lot of that during the summer when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> screens and neighbor yeah. kids yeah. in and out and like trying to plan three consecutive nights of sleepovers with friends and like mm-hmm. just all sorts of stuff that caused mayhem to mom. And I'm I sure. mean, I do think that that's kind of the fun of summer too. Like I think yeah. kids, I really do think kids need that. I think they need time to just be kids and like make some of those memories, do the things that you can't do during the school year. Oh, another thing that I'm just regurgitating. I thought this 3 and 30 episode was really good. Um, Jamie mentioned that one of her friends lets the kids have the first week of summer to just be kind of a free for all. And then when you're kind of like tired of you, cause even if your kids won't admit it, everyone, it's like the week after Christmas, everyone's just kind of like, blah, you know, mm-hmm. like staying up mm-hmm. late, eating meals at weird times, like not really c- accomplishing anything. Then it's kind of like, okay, let's sit down and make some plans of like things we'd like to do. And, um, some families do another mom I follow mentioned that they do like days of the week. So it's like Monday is library day. Tuesday is water day where we go to like a lake or a beach or a pool wednesday is adventure day where we go do something local that we've never done you know something simple like that and i was like that's a really cute idea too um so there's a lot of ways to approach it but i do think a healthy balance of like downtime and having a little bit of structure is a good thing what did you guys do for summer jobs growing up Anne worked at marble slab i remember that was that mm-hmm. in college or high school? Um, that was my senior year, I think. Okay. I never had like a bad retail job. And I feel kind of guilty about that because Grace and Ann both did a bad <laughs> retail job. <laughs> and I feel like it's like a character building experience that everyone probably should have had. I had a sweet dog sitting gig where he was um, bedridden for most of the day and they set up a little cave for him and i just had to sit there petting him the for hours the, the owner or a the dog, dog? <laughs> oh why <laughs> claire well <laughs> why would our, i be dog sitting a man well you just said he was bedridden <laughs> and i've never heard of a dog being described as he bedridden. had surgery on both of his back legs Aww. so i did his little physical therapy exercises with him <laughs> and then he just laid there and let me pet him and then I just got to watch TV. Did mom have to drive you to that? Mm-hmm. I feel like mom, mom. Well, she didn't have to, one, like, but she would always us to a lot of want to drive because he had little vet appointments, and she didn't want me to be stressed taking him by myself, so she would <laughs> come with me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. Um, yeah, I had a lot of weird summer jobs because I did. I worked at Marble Slab, and then one summer, 
like after my freshman year of college, I worked at the earthquake. <laughs> That's museum, the best one of all. Gift shop. Um, <laughs> Have you talked Anchorage. about the guy? I know we had that episode where we talked about jobs, but did you talk about the guy watching you guys over the camera? Oh, I don't know. Because that's, that's pretty, like, shocking. I don't even remember story. that. So I don't think you did. The owner lived in Hawaii, and I never met him. But he had security cameras, and so he would just, like, watch us on the security cameras. And if there was something that we did that he didn't like, then he would tell the manager. <laughs> oh, and that's so horrible. The manager had gotten us, like, a stool to sit on because, like, no one ever came in. And he felt bad for us. And then, like, a couple days later, he was like, sorry, guys, I had to take away the stool. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's like, and no no sitting on the counters. Um, you just have to stand. But I'm working on getting, like, a standing mat. <laughs> I'm working on getting mat. a standing oh. mat. <laughs> he sounds like a nice manager. He was a, the manager was very nice. Oh, my word. <laughs> what kind of person is in Hawaii and has nothing better to do than just, like, yeah. watch micromanage his I'm failing sure, I mean, store. if he's watching, he's probably sitting on Yeah, exactly. End. Are you standing, owner? Are you standing right now? <laughs> That's miserable. I've had jobs where you have to stand for, like, long periods, and it's yeah. so it's the worst. exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah, the worst part about having, like, just a normal job is that summer is really not that different from the mm-hmm. rest of the year. So my schedule is pretty much the same year round, except I feel like I stay up later in the summer, which is not always the best. But mm-hmm. um, I think for me, one of the hardest things about summer is the food mm-hmm. because it's like, mm-hmm. you don't want to be cooking. Not that I really like cooking that much anyway. And then I really don't want to in the summer. But I feel like sometimes in summer, I sort of dial in on my foods and mm-hmm. I can figure out summer food better than winter food in some ways because it's so specific. Like every day in the summer, I like to make a fruit salad with watermelon, strawberries, blueberries. Mm. I prep it and I Delicious. have a fridge for every day. Um, mm. I like to make summer salads. I have like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I am more interested in bad fridge food that in the winter doesn't sound very good. And for some reason mm-hmm. in the summer... It sounds a lot better. Yeah. It's true. When you're outside or like the in warm weather, like vegetables sound better than when you're like trapped. You're cold and you're in like, your house. You're, you're cold like, and yeah. you just want a corn dog or, or you know, something uh-huh. really late. That's so true. <laughs> a corn, a corn, a corn dog. dog. I actually eat a ton of corn dogs this <laughs> winter. Of I would say that's a summer food. <laughs> yeah, of all things. Corn dogs are a sad winter food. A sad winter yeah, food. Yeah, a microwave corn dog is a winter food. <laughs> yeah, I we're averaging um, a new watermelon every other day right now. Wow. Because it just, wow. it sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so hot. I'm so pregnant. And it's just like, watermelon is just the only good thing mm-hmm. in life, in life right, right now. now. Yeah, watermelon is the ultimate side dish. Like, I feel like if we're going to any gathering in the summer, I'm like, I'll bring a watermelon. Like, mm-hmm. everyone loves it. You know, who's not going to be happy to see yeah. a bowl of cut up cold watermelon show up at, mm-hmm. at a get together? Mm-hmm. My rule for myself this summer is going to be that I have to 
<laughs> wash my Tupperwares the second I get home because I'm always <laughs> taking things in Tupperwares and then they go somewhere, mm-hmm. disappear under the seats of my car, and then I find a Tupperware like a hot later. Like, Tupperware. Oh no! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so the rule is I have to keep track of my Tupperwares and they must be cleaned immediately. <laughs> I feel like the biggest challenge for me um, with summer food is figuring out summer foods that my kids will eat because a lot of the things Mm -hmm. that sound good to me in the summer are like yeah like salads vegetables I that's the stuff I want to be eating like I'm excited to eat that stuff and I'm like oh finally you know the stuff's in season there's good produce um but it's hard to put like a big salad you know have that be like our main dish and the kids are just unfortunately not going to eat it so I'm always trying to figure out like Summer appropriate things that don't – I mean, we still use our oven. We're not that, like, you know, religious about not turning on the oven. I didn't even know that was a thing until I was an adult. Yeah. Because in Alaska, it's just not really – like, it's, it's not, not that hot that in the hot. summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I never knew that was a thing that people were like, oh, I'm not turning my oven on. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that. Um, but I really got into that when we lived in our last place because we didn't have central air. And it would be like miserably hot in our kitchen in the summer. <laughs> um, but just trying to figure out stuff that's like, yeah, feels like lighter or not like hot and sticky. Uh, but things my girls will eat, will eat. So like stir fry is one that we like, you know, because you don't you can just make that on the stove really quick. Um, like a pasta salad. Pasta uh, salad. We grill. We grill things a lot. Um, here's though, here's what I don't understand about grilling is like, why is it a summer thing? Because it's hot outside. That's a good and point. And you have to stand over like a blazing fiery grill. But only we one actually grill. Does. Yeah. Only one person. <laughs> yeah. Has to, and it's, it's true. And we, I As a woman, it, it is your right to pretend <laughs> that you don't know how to use a grill. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's an automatic get out of cooking dinner free card <laughs> i we use our grill year round like i don't know i kind of in the same way i'm like I yeah don't know why you do. i can't use it <laughs> and i don't know if like maybe that's dangerous i don't know someone tell me if there's a reason i shouldn't but yeah we we pretty much do it we don't do it as much in the winter and it's we i don't do it as much especially if it's like could potentially be snowing or raining um but if it's just kind of like a chilly march day or something like yeah we'll grill stuff um, but yeah, yeah, that's actually a good point. It's like swelteringly hot outside. And I'm like, okay, let's turn on this blazing flame, you know, and like cook something. But um, I don't know why. Grilled stuff is just so yummy in the summertime. So mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. no answer for it. Um, also like crock pot, like like I did like a roast beef sandwich today, you Ooh. know, and you just put it in the crock pot that and then so good. Put like sandwiches are like an easy summer thing. So I'm always, if anyone has any good go-to summer recipes that are like maybe a little more palatable for your average picky child, I would love to add some to our repertoire. And I haven't really talked about this on here, but I've started doing like a seasonal recipe rotation. I started this winter and so I've done winter, spring, and now I just started summer and it's really made things a lot easier. So I just have like a four-week rotation of recipes planned out for each season. Oh. And I made like a master list of like all of our go-to dinner things and then just kind of like portion them out by season. And um, 
that's helping me feel like I don't have to like reinvent the wheel every week. But that's um, like a capsule wardrobe for your food. Exactly. I'm trying uh-huh. to streamline everything in my life pretty much. So I have to say on the podcast the that I've sort of come around big time on capsule wardrobes. <laughs> yeah, she's gotten excited. I, yeah, I have cleared out anything that I think I would deem like fall or winter clothes and I've just put them away. Even some things that normally I might wear in the summer, I said, no, these jeans are winter jeans now and they just go away. Mm. And so there's not very much stuff in my closet right now, but it means that pretty much anything in my closet I could pull out and wear any day. Good. So I know that that's the whole point of capsule wardrobe. (laughs) It took me a little bit, but I'm here. So glad you came around. That's amazing. Very proud of you. Yeah, I'm very excited for you. Um, Let's move on to beauty products, which is something I am not an expert on. So I'm going to let everyone else talk about. But what are some like beauty or grooming things that you guys change up for summer? I know Tess has some because she got a package. um, Tess is here in Cleveland now. And uh, she had a, a Sephora package arrived on my porch addressed to me i said <laughs> has someone sent me a gift oh i've never oh, no. ordered anything from sephora someone, oh, thinks, no. someone thinks i deserve a treat i knew i, I should to have told you no I'm i was kidding. going to tell I'm you i'm totally oh, kidding no. i knew it wasn't for me you could have had but, uh, anything i did open it just open it up and just taken everything <laughs> whatever and I, I would oh never have gosh. even mentioned it selfishly um, i did open it because i had my name on it but then i was like no this is <laughs> stuff so i know tess has some, <laughs> has some new products i have been um I feel like I get more breakouts in the summer, so I'm trying to combat that Um, and also just combat. I feel like I just get, you know, sweat and and it just my skin is worse in the summer generally. So um, I've been trying a niacinamide serum and um, I'll I'll keep you posted on how it's going. But I think I think it's going pretty well. I've also been a little sunscreen recommendation. It's nothing new, but I have tried um, the Australian Gold Tinted Sunscreen, mm. and it's very nice. It goes on. I'm. If you want to be truly feral, you have to ease up on hair and makeup in the summer because you're out doing stuff. No time for heavy mm. makeup. So, I'm so just would using you say that it, as my base. it compares to like a BB cream? Kind of, yeah. It it goes on, it spreads on, it's probably a little bit lighter than that, like a little bit more sheer. Well, it's probably about the same, but it goes on really nicely. It it blends in nicely. Um and it's not it's not very expensive. So Hmm, I want to try that. I think a tinted sunscreen would be right up my alley this summer. Mm -hmm. Um this is something new that I am trying i mean it's a little bit summery i got an epilator mm. Have you guys been i've, I've heard of them but i don't know what it I've is heard of them. yeah i can't remember what they are so it's kind of it's like a little handheld it looks like an electric razor but what it actually is is like tweezers that just like tweeze 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 really fast <laughs> that sounds <laughs> so, terrifying it's oh my gosh it's absolutely terrifying <laughs> does it work when you first turn it on it's just like does it hurt and you feel these little tweezers 
Oh yeah, it hurts really bad. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I just got influenced by social media. I guess I saw like multiple people like recommending them. I think they were very trendy. Like I don't know, a long time ago, maybe in like the eighties or something. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think um, and then they kind of went out, and now they're kind of back. So I just got like a cheap one. Um, I think it's like brawn or whatever. And oh my gosh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> is it for like is it for like legs or yeah, like- you can use it. Yeah, really you can use it, I think, anywhere, but yeah, I'm only brave enough to try it on my legs. And is it um, a thing where you have to grow it out, like if you're waxing your legs? Yeah, kind of. I don't think you have to grow it like as long as you would for waxing. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not sure, but um it didn't take that long. But um Oh man! I want to try it. Will you it? bring it when you come to Cleveland? <laughs> I screamed. Yeah, I'll bring it. I'm so scared. <laughs> Does it work like better than I, a razor? Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, it's worth it. I think because um, the first time I tried it, I lit. I put it to my leg on like <laughs> the most like fine blonde hairs that I thought would not hurt. <laughs> I had to immediately take it off. Oh no! My leg. It hurts so bad. But then I was like, okay, I'm going to like prepare myself. So I like soaked my legs in the tub and um, I took Tylenol. Oh, my <laughs> like, word. Oh, no. I was like, I'm just going to like power through. It took forever. It was so painful that I I was like screaming like for multiple <gasps> Okay. So far, I'm You're not, not hearing the worth it part. Right well. Yeah. Okay. But then... <laughs> The second time I used it, okay, so first of all, it was a long time before any hair even started growing in again. Mm-hmm. So, like, my legs were perfectly smooth for a long time, and then I tried it a second time, and already it did not hurt nearly as bad hmm. the second time. That's weird. So, okay. you're supposed to do it, like, once a week when you first start doing it, and then eventually, like, you don't even have to do it that often and it just oh. gets less and less painful and oh, it wow. went a lot faster the second time as well so i wonder why they fell out of fashion if they work so well like is there I some think, downside um no i don't think there's a downside probably just maybe time and if you stop doing it then you kind of would probably have to start all over again mm-hmm. from scratch it so was probably I would imagine, just the you know, marketing of the razor industry yeah yeah maybe just everyone had one and then no one was buying them anymore big <laughs> venus exactly big venus. <laughs> that's not how it works <laughs> i don't know um well i want to try that because it sounds terrifying i don't think i would it's handle horrible. it very well but um i mean i used to just have those little wax strips that you'd put on your upper lip oh. and i could barely handle that so I don't yeah. think I'm going to be able to handle like a whole leg, but I'll give it a whirl. It would be fun to try. <laughs> For me, this is the summer of trying to rid myself uh, the little bumps on my arms and legs. They go by many names, but... Um, <laughs> like you've named them or... No, like, like the, the internet has named them strawberry legs. Chicken I can't skin. remember. Chicken skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, really flattering names. Yeah, and then the name, which I 
KP. Yeah, too complicated. <laughs> um, but I have started trying, and Luke has them too a little bit, so he wanted to find something. So we uh, started using the First Aid Beauty KP scrub, mm-hmm. which is kind of um, popular right now on TikTok. Um, so far, I would give it like a 7 out of 10. It has not rid me. I had, I think I just went in with too high of expectations because you can't actually technically ever, uh, get rid of KP. Hmm. But, um, but it has lessened them. Uh, if anyone else has any recommendations, I would love to hear them because, um, I want smooth skin. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you happen to, to have KP, you might want to try it. It's pretty effective. <laughs> So I thought maybe KP was like, I don't know, an acronym for something like inappropriate or something. Because just when you're uh, like KP, it's complicated. I thought that at so, first, even though I know what, what it stands for. I Googled it. It's just a, like in a medical. It's like. Well, it's I know. It's just a hard name. Keratosis pilaris. Yeah. I don't know so, how to say that. You kept being like KP living with KP. Years. No. <laughs> I just no said living KP. with KP. <laughs> So I'm a KP survivor. I've decided to just embrace it because I've similarly researched it and it's so hard to try to minimize it. And at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you can't get rid of it. And it's like, yeah. why should I, why do we have to have smooth skin? That seems like an unfair beauty mm-hmm. standard if you literally can't. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, uh, my, like, the what I'm using to combat it right now is... Um, one of those Korean like scrubbing gloves. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Yeah. And I just just scrub and scrub. And See, do you guys know. all have does it? Does it work? It does. Do you work. not have it? Really, what you have to do is exfoliate it, and I think lactic acid probably is in that scrub. Mm-hmm. I have that amlactin lotion. I hate that lotion that has helped. Mm-hmm. It smells it really smells bad. Smells so bad. <laughs> I think that's oh, my scrub I smells so horrible. I was going to mention that. So maybe that's why. <laughs> that's when I decided to just embrace it because I was mm-hmm. like, I'm yeah. not putting this stinky lotion on every single time. I've <laughs> given up a number of times and then every me once too. in a while it bothers me. So I attack it again. But I feel like the scrub would probably be like better than just the pain of just like scratching. Yeah, I don't like the yeah, painful and sound. What? And you can wash it off. So the stink goes away. <laughs> So maybe the scrub is the solution. Okay. Do you guys have any favorite like summer related products that aren't beauty necessarily? So we just got, okay, our, we just got this thing called, it's a register fan. I got it on Amazon. The brand is AC Infinity, but I think there's a bunch. You know how like certain rooms in your house just like get hot Mm -hmm. and the air just Mm -hmm. doesn't reach it? Yes. Or like vice versa in the winter, it gets really cold. All our rooms upstairs, especially like Hazel's room and the nursery, the bedrooms just don't get, I don't know, they don't get the AC. Um, So we got one of these and we put it in Hazel's room. And what it does is like it plugs into the wall. It just looks like a vent cover, um, but it has like a little cord running from it to like a plug. And then sucks the air up like when it when it gets to a certain temperature so it can sense like that the ac has turned on um it starts blowing the air out hmm. into the room 
So it actually works. Like it it really cools off Hazel's room. Um, and then in the winter, you can set it to like feel that the heat is on and it'll start blowing the heat out. Wow. That sounds cool. So, I may need yeah, that for my get more of them. bedroom that is an addition mm-hmm. that doesn't really get the, yeah, you definitely need the that air place. through the vent yeah. quite right. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. That sounds cool. Yeah. So that's my summer product <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> well, that's that's a good like real product. Um, mine is not that exciting. This is just, I feel like I finally last year was just like, okay, at the beginning of summer, this isn't rocket science, but I just need to buy like doubles of everything that I would want to have when we're out and about in the summer. So like extra sunscreen, extra bug spray, um, extra swim goggles, extra swim diapers. Like I just was like, I'm going to have a lot of that stuff on hand. I'm going to keep extras of everything in the car. I'm going to keep a picnic blanket in the car all the time. Anything to expedite us like getting out and doing things and like making it easier on myself. So whenever that stuff like hits Costco in the spring, I always buy, you know, sunscreen and everything just so that I have a lot. And I have developed the attitude with sunscreen. Like a couple years ago, I got really into like all of the clean products, as you guys know, and everyone rolls their eyes. (laughs) And I still do stand by the fact that like zinc sunscreen, like lotion, is a lot more effective than the aerosol kind. Um, and and I would still put it on like my babies, um, like the baby safe kind. But I finally just realized it's such a pain to apply that stuff that sometimes like if we were just like at the park or something, you know, if it wasn't like a big outing, I would just be like, oh, they're fine because it was such an ordeal to like get everyone covered with lotion. So – I have just decided it's better to just put have like an easy to apply sunscreen, like something's better than nothing if we're just going to be out and about or if it's just like a soccer practice or something, you know. So I don't know. People might disagree, but I have just decided it's better to have something than an impossible standard for me to maintain mm-hmm. like on a day-to-day basis with sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've talked about the Instagram account, um, Lab Muffin Beauty Science. Mm-hmm. Um she cites like all this research all the time. She's an actual like chemist. And yeah, she was saying like the best thing you can do with sunscreen is get like the highest SPF that's like in your price range, you know, that you can afford and that you will that you will actually apply mm-hmm. like frequently. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, if you get some kind that, you know, maybe is like the perfect sunscreen, but you can't really afford it. So you don't put it on very much or like you hate using it, you know, then, Mm -hmm. then it's pointless. So just, you know, use what makes sense for you. Like the thick white, difficult to spread. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, if I was going to do like an all day lake day, that's definitely what I would be putting on the kids, especially, but like, it's just not realistic. So I'm like, it's better. Something's better than nothing for like day to day. But if anyone has a recommendation on a baby hat, like sun hat, that Henry will not immediately take off. I don't know how to keep a hat on a one year old. Like <laughs> I've never been. This. Yeah, I've never been successful <laughs> at it. So any recommendations there would be great. Um, one summer product that we bought a couple years ago 
and we use over and over and over without fail is just one of those nice picnic blankets that's like double-sided, water repellent, and then it folds up on itself into like a little carrying case. Mm-hmm. Costco usually has them. Amazon has them. Um, they are just so much better than just an actual blanket that's going to get like wet and dirty. And so I feel like that is like if I was going to pick one like summer gear thing to buy, that's probably what I would recommend other than something Ironically, <laughs> the other day I – I noticed, like, I always am on the lookout for one of those that's, like, cheap. Mm-hmm. Because I'll see really cute ones at, like, Costco or something, but it's, like, 30 bucks or something. And I'm like, I bet I could find one cheaper. <laughs> and I want one so bad. And I'm like, why do I not just, like, Google it and, like, find <laughs> one, you know? Why am I just, like, waiting to happen upon one? And then I was like, am I overthinking this? Like, are they really that useful? Because then you have to like fold them right up back into the shape to get it to zip up. And now, I don't know. Now you've convinced I do they're think useful. they're useful. Yeah, they're very useful. I don't know how I have one, but I, I have one. And it's very useful. I didn't buy it. I think maybe I stole it from Grace. Oh no! Maybe. Oh man, Grace, Grace is like, I love mine. It's my most prized possession. Tess is like, I well, the, one that took it. the one that Maybe I used was to keep in my car was belonged to some friends of mine. So <laughs> Tess may have worked its way through the family. <laughs> that might have been it. Is it purple? No, it's got a turtle on it. Okay, that's is not that yours. Okay, <laughs> then I We're really clear. don't know how I got it. My summer recommendation is a jump rope. Um, not any specific jump rope, just a jump rope <laughs> because I've started jump roping and it's really fun. I'm trying to learn tricks. I want you to be like those girls on that McDonald's commercial from the yes. 90s that were doing like the double cool dutch. double dutch. Yeah, I mm-hmm. that's my goal for you. My wish for you. She's going to show us someday. Well, we hope that this episode helps your season go from a cruel summer to a cool summer. Before we wrap up, we wanted to read a new review that one of you left us this week. S. Tonks wrote, your next favorite podcast. Hop culture has easily become a highlight of my weekly podcasts. It's a perfect balance of entertaining and informative. And I find myself laughing out loud with these four sisters each episode. No matter how many Hopkins sisters you know or don't know, this will definitely become your next favorite podcast. Thank you so much, S. Tonks. We seriously read and appreciate every review so 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 much and it had been a really long time since we've gotten a new review perhaps the longest we've gone yet without receiving a review not to guilt trip anyone but we really appreciate it it was definitely a highlight to see that we had a new one um okay let's do weekly wins well my win is that uh mom has been helping me plan my lawn like my front yard the landscaping and so dad made this really nice curved brick mowing strip. And then mom and Tess came with me to get some plants. And then Tess and mom, while I had work meetings today, were outside just digging holes and like grabbing roots and doing all sorts of manual labor, planting Aww. my my landscaping. And it's starting to look so nice. And it was just so kind of them to do that. That is so nice. That's great. That actually feeds very well into my weekly win, which is just that I'm here in Cleveland and um, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm try 
trying to help around Grace's house. She's been put to work. But the holes I was digging took five times as long as everybody else's holes. I was just <laughs> digging and digging and digging. And they never got any deeper. And it was then, hard to understand. <laughs> Why? Because I did. I did come out for a while when I had a break, and I, I, felt, I would look over, and she was working really hard. I, I felt know. like I was displacing a lot of dirt, but I couldn't get any of it on the shovel. So it's just like whole, being like sort of like a swished whole around loose dirt. Yeah, <laughs> it was really rough. Oh my word! And then I also. Last night I was try- trying to hammer some nails like deeper into Grace's oh my wall, gosh. but they were very small, and you had to put like a little pokey thing on and then hammer it. <laughs> I kept. She was just putting. She was just creating new holes in the trim. <laughs> she, she would be pounding, 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 and then she'd go, "Oh no!" And she just made her holes that she had made like deeper and wider. She just kept missing the and her grip on the hammer. She had it choked up all the way to the like uh, the head of the hammer. The head of the hammer. Her oh. hand was directly underneath oh, it, no. and she was just kind of form. smacking it like a caveman would smack <laughs> a rock just, against something as a hammer. Because when I would put it further down, I felt like I had no control, and I was like worried I was going to hammer my hand. <laughs> it was like nothing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was really it bad. So I got better as I went, but uh, the moral is I'm not. I'm just kind of pretending to help around here. She's been very helpful. Not actually. She has been very helpful. She came and helped with the kids multiple times. She came to me. She came with me to book club. I didn't read the book, but Tess had actually read the book we were discussing. So did I say one thing? But you represented. (laughs) You helped save me from my shame because I was like. Look, I haven't read the book, but I brought someone at least. So, like, I felt like I deserved to be there still. Um, well, my weekly win was I got to go with Ella's class to it's called Century Village. It's like a little, you know, back in time kind of thing, sort of like a, you know, Northeast Ohio's version of like a colonial Williamsburg, but much, much smaller. Um, you guys know I love pioneer things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like blatantly pioneer, but I mean around that era. And it was very fun. Um, I hadn't gotten to go on a field trip since Ella was in kindergarten just because of like COVID and everything. So it was just fun to like see her classmates. And it was funny because I've heard all of their names all year. I know a few kids in her class, but again, because of COVID, like I don't know everybody, but I've heard all their names. And so it was fun to like see kids who I've heard about all year, you know, and just be like, oh, that's so-and-so, you know. But it was funny because it's just funny to see your kids outside of like your immediate sphere because she was just like a lot more quiet and serious at school than she is at home. (laughs) So it's just like, it was just kind of funny to see like her little persona at school. But um, I had a great time and it made me all the more in awe of teachers because... I mean, I have four little kids and the decibel level on that bus was like nothing close to what our house is. And I feel like our house is like pretty extreme. So I was like, I just don't know how how they survive every day. So my weekly win is that I, well, I have my C-section scheduled. Ooh, that is a win. So I know now. There's a date. There's a date of when I'm going to have the baby, which is honestly very convenient. And it has inspired in me feverish nesting. And I'm just getting so much done. 
so many things that's the best that have nothing to do with the baby (laughs) a lot of things that do have to do with the baby i'm just like every second of the day i'm like okay what can i do now what can i do now i have a list i have (laughs) i'm so organized wow it's i mean some examples of of things that you've mm -hmm, yeah you say you've been what are these things you've been accomplishing (laughs) prove it give us proof Painted that dresser pink. <gasps> Whoa. <Painted that>. So <gasps> cute. Rolling that color pink because I liked that so much. <laughs> did that too. Very cute. Um, wow, she's I showing us. She's this. moving the camera around <laughs> the room. She's actually giving um, us literal proof. Glider I re-upholstered with um, Sherpa fabric. Ooh. It's not the gingham oh, anymore. Whoa. It's not the gingham. I still have the gingham. So I can use the gingham... Oh, when I want. I now nice. have two covers for it. Nice. Yeah, I'm just the list goes on. I did my whole garden yesterday, including I went to Menards and I got a ton of soil. And when I was loading it in the cart, I was like, oh, I hope no one like feels like they need to come help me because I'm like this <laughs> nine months pregnant lady, like lifting these heavy bags off the ground and putting them in my cart. And then nobody did help me. Mm-hmm. And then I was kind of like, rude. I've had those moments. Like, That's very rude. Mm-hmm. Really, what have we come to that no one offers to help? So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm kind of the worst. But maybe you look too capable because when mom and Tess were trying to dig holes in my front yard, <laughs> don't a workman came and <gasps> helped them. He kept oh, no. he kept coming over every time we would start a new hole. He would feel the need to That's come over. So and be like, nice, yeah, it was really nice. Hold on, and it it took us like probably 10, 15 minutes to dig a single hole, and it took him four swipes of the of the oh, my word. shovel. It was oh. so fast. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. Well. He's a seasoned professional. Yeah, he's a professional. He, he, had, he had a professional spade. He had big boots. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had flip flops. Big boots. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm over here getting things done, and I wish I just always had this energy about me, but unfortunately, <laughs> it it just hits right when I'm about to have a baby. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show. And visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.